What's up guys and Gal Gadats, you're listening to Player One on Sin. This is Sin's home for video game news and just everything video game, honestly. You're here with some of your amazing hosts, hosts with the most. You've got Connor, Jay, Eleni, and Ben. Although, uh, you know, we, we'll be, we've got a lot of music in today. We'll start off with the usual, you know, plug the social. Look, it's it's a job. I get, you got to do it. I know you guys don't want to hear it. We got Player One at Player One Sin, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and also the Sin website, which is sin.org.au. Check us out in the, the, what is it? The podcast realms. That's right. Omni, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Player One, and YouTube. I'm trying to channel my inner Connor here, you know? Crash Bandicoot. Ah, ooh, ah, Bubsy 3D World, you know? That's... Oh, thanks, man. Really appreciate <laughs> it. Really appreciate uh, it. That one horror game. Ah. <laughs> uh, we'll be moving into the rapid fire news and news releases. Uh, one of our hosts, I'm sure one of them will take it away. Connor, Lenny, Ben, any of you want to take away the rapid fire news? Let's chuck it to Ben. Oh, oh wow let's do it <laughs> oh wow this let's. is the rapid fire news for this week nintendo cuts the prices on single joy cons nintendo is bringing the original fire emblem to the switch netflix spotify and disney plus are all confirmed for the ps5 apex legends is coming to steam in november celeste pubg arc and more coming to xbox game pass PS5 launch game Destruction All-Stars delayed until 2021. Apex Legends Season 7 will have a new map and legend. Baby Yoda is coming to Star Wars Squadrons. It was like, they'll get a new legend, Baby Yoda. I was like, yes, Apex, <laughs> come on. They've just struck a massive deal with Disney. It's huge. Oh, damn. Yeah. <laughs> In fairness, both are made by EA. Oh, God. Oh, they are. Oh, EA are in Star Wars games. <laughs> Apex Legends could have a Star Wars character, figuratively speaking. Fingers crossed. It's Baby Yoda. (laughs) Facebook is entering the cloud streaming race with free-to-play mobile games because no one asked for that. Last of Us Remastered achieves patch to cut load times by 70%. The latest Gears 5 patch will let you replace Marcus Phoenix with Dave Bautista. This is the greatest thing ever. Uh, All I want is this for be like the segue into them announcing a movie with Dave Bautista because that is all I want. <laughs> but if if they wanted to get me back to playing Gears 5, that's definitely the way to do it, I think. Damn. Just wait. Just wait. It was wait. a good, it. good move, I guess. <laughs> It'll come with time. It'll always come with time. <laughs> Mario Kart music apparently helps kids with homework, and I believe it. Yeah. And Bloodstained Ritual of the Night is coming to mobile. Hell Yeah. I'm going to become a mobile streamer, guys. I'm not going to lie. League's on mobile. Dead by Daylight's on mobile. Fortnite's on mobile. Bloodstained, Ritual of the Night's on mobile. What's happening? I mean, just plug your Twitch now, Jay. Yeah. (laughs) Just take over the world, Jay, with your mobile phone. Take over the world with my mobile. 
I'm actually, I like the news because this news that we got because Apex coming to Steam means I can finally uninstall the EA launcher. Like, I don't know why I have it on my computer except for Apex. I hate EA. And then, uh, but now I can finally get rid of it and just use Steam only. Wait, sorry, what's Steam. wrong with EA? They're like the most reliable oh, and like right. gamer friendly developers Damn ever. It. What My are you bad, talking Lenny. about? Oh boy. I'm going to go buy, <laughs> you're right. Okay, guys, I'm going to go buy FIFA 45. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll, uh, I'll be back in a bit. No, <laughs> it's, it's, you know, it's good. And finally, Australia, how the hell, Australia, how did you, like you, you banned Left 4 Dead 2. But you saw Cyberpunk 2077, you're like, all right, come on in. You're good. You're good. <laughs> like, Australia is notoriously bad at banning. We banned Fallout New Vegas. We banned Katana Zero. We banned Left 4 Dead 2. Come on. We banned Hotline Miami. Hotline Miami. Yeah, well, that one. That one. Yeah, we banned all the postal the, games. The second one. Yeah. Oh, well, Day postal, Z. that's well deserved. Actually, no. We banned no. Daisy. In fairness, um, Postal is actually available on the Australian eShop on Switch. That's Whoa. actually a real thing. On Switch too, like the most child-friendly Post- console. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It's called Postal Redux. And what? it's basically a remake, uh, or not a remake, but maybe like a remaster of the first game, which I don't see the point of remastering the first Postal game when 15 people played it. Um, yeah, we, apparently... Australian gamers were thanking the Australian Classification Board for not banning Cyberpunk 2077. That's because wholesome. everyone wants those uh, first-person sex scenes. Well, yeah, gamers are wholesome. We're a wholesome bunch. Yeah, that's exactly why they want the sex scenes. You're correct, Jay. That, <laughs> what screams well, wholesome well, more yeah, than... I meant, the, you know what I meant. Mm-hmm. Do we, though? Do we? Do no, we? I don't even know what I mean half the time. I'll be honest with you guys. Exactly. Well, yeah, some good news. We love Nintendo. We love Nintendo. Yeah, who doesn't love Nintendo? Giving the shout out to all the indie artists Nintendo does. It's insane. Exactly. Uh, and I mean, Steve and Minecraft. So now they win. Nintendo won. They won. If there was something to win, they won. So uh, <laughs> we'll go into the rapid fire new releases. Does anyone want to take that away? Or am I going to try and M&M this, this shizzing it again? I think this is all up to you, Jay. You are the rap master of Player oh, One. After yo, all. what is this? Pokemon? Because I'm about to rap. Okay. Uh, rapid fire new releases. We got Fairy PlayStation 4 November 3rd, Jurassic World Evolution Switch November 3rd, Bakugan Champions of Astoria Switch November 3rd, Cafe Enchante Switch November 5th, Bridget, Brief Edge PC November 5th, so Yesterday, Morrow, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch PC November 5th, Dirt 5, PlayStation 4, Xbox One PC, and might I add also the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X November 6th, Need for Speed, Hopper Suit Remastered, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch PC November 6th, Paw Patrol, Mighty Pup Save Adventure Bay, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch PC November 6th. Hell yeah. Paw Patrol's getting the game. And yeah. I am. I've already pre ordered it. I know, right? I pre-ordered it. And I got the the poor patrol, the poor boy, the pip poor patrol. <sighs> How's everyone doing? <laughs> well, some of us yeah, are having a really hard bad. time. Yeah, yeah. The ma- the head I'm- words aren't coming out the mouth word right. And you know, for context for the Zoom call, I got Bubsy here, so that's nice. something. I got my Ben Ten blankie, so you know. I want to say I'm He's on top of it. On oh, top of it. Your blankie. Oh, yeah. that was cute. It wasn't a blanket. It was a blankie. It is. Oh. I've had it since I was five, so it might as well be a blankie. <laughs> well, something that's just as impressive as a Ben 10 blanket. Um, what's y'all been playing? I want to know. Uh, well, I'll take it away. Um, and in sort of a similar way to Jay and his childish <laughs> oh, nostalgia no. with the Ben 10, 
um, blanket, I have been taking a trip down memory lane and I have busted out my uh, Nintendo Wii. I've dusted it off and I've got it up and running um, and I've been smashing out some Wii Sports. And like the thing about playing games you played when you were younger is that even though the nostalgia factor's there, the like difficulty factor's kind of gone. You know, like I remember like battling away playing Wii Tennis and now I just like sit on my couch and just swing the controller and it's so easy. Um, but one I've been playing a lot, which is quite funny because I never really played it as a child, was golf. I don't know if you guys ever played like golf on Wii Sports, but I used to it hate was, it. No, oh, what? All the time. You kidding? Wait, All you guys the hate time. Yeah, yeah, that was the one we defunded. I loved hitting it really hard and seeing if I could get it really close to the thing, even if it uh. like went all the way. <laughs> Dude, every match was a short way you could take. Like one of them had this weird mountain in the middle of the ocean. If you hit it on, you could hit it again to the hole. Bruh. Yeah, I think, I think I used to hate it because I'm not a very patient person. So like if my first shot wasn't good, then that was the end of it. Like I'd rage. Um, so I'm really enjoying golf. I think because I played it less as like a kid. It's like the one that like it's offering variety for me. Um, and baseball, I'm finding really tricky. I'm just not in the zone. My timing's off. Maybe it's just like in my old age, my reaction time isn't as good as what it used to be, but it's just not there anymore. So yeah, the, the Nintendo Wii's been, been good for me. I've dusted off the PS2 now, so stay tuned in the coming weeks. We'll see what, what games I bust out. I'm feeling like Scooby-Doo. Those with some classic PS2 games I might be playing in the future. But that's pretty much it from me. What about you guys? What have you been playing, Connor? Um, ooh, I've been playing quite a bit. Um, I actually did finally finish Journey to the Savage Planet on my week off, so that was really cool. I finally got through it. It was a pain in the butt, but I got there eventually. I am now playing Thumper, which is a rhythm, like a psychedelic rhythm horror game. Dude, and it looks so good. It's really good, but really intense. I'm up to, I believe, level four, like maybe halfway through level four to like the first boss. And each each level incorporates something different. Now, for um, one level, it could be that you have to jump over certain platforms. Um, you have to sort of, um, oh, there's another one where you gotta, like you gotta do like a, like a, a smash. Down, like a downward smash onto the ground to create a thing to knock off a chain kind of thing. It's weird. I can't really explain it too well. I'm terrible at explaining it, but basically I'm up to the point where there's multiple paths now and it's very confusing because I'm not used to it and it's really intense for that. And I keep screwing up. I got up to maybe the third phase of the first boss, but then just kept dying at that point because I'd always forget. And Thumper is such a trial and error game where you have to really get through each stage multiple times to get it complete and get an S ranking. And it's kind of like drumming in a sense. Now, I used to be a drummer, so it slowly kicks in. Instead of drumsticks, I'm using a Switch Pro controller, which it's different, but it's such a good game. The music is really awesome. The visuals are so intense and once again psychedelic it's really cool and finally um there was actually a qualifiers for some smash brothers tournaments and myself and our previous uh executive producer stefan bradley we both jumped on it no, I and 
And um, yeah, I I lost horribly. I oh, lost. No. I was dreadful. I oh, ended no. up in the twenty-one games I played. I had nine wins and twelve losses. That's pretty good, though. Um, I was not, and I went random every time. But oh, that's even the, better. That's BM. In the options, there wasn't like a randomizer thing in the game. So what I would do oh, is no. I just typed in Smash Brothers Ultimate Randomizer onto Google. And then I did that for my characters. And I would say I got Rosalina probably like seven or eight times. Oh, boy. Unlucky. Yikes. Who would be your usual go-to, though? Like, if you if you could choose, who would you go with? I, I usually go with Joker from Persona 5. He's nice. my main. He's my he's always my go-to, but I was like, I want to spice things up in this game. I want to go <laughs> random every single time. And that was yeah, no, that, that was weird getting Rosalina so much. And I won quite a few games with Rosalina, so that was fun. But you know, Ben, what you been playing? Um, well, it must have been collective mine because I just took out my Wii and have been smashing some Wii tennis. Wow, that game is incredible. Oh my god, we have to like play each other. Like we need to set it up now that Melbourne's out of lockdown. Oh, it's mm. happening because get all park. Oh, <laughs> park, yeah. Put up like a, a projector, get all that going. Yeah. You can get it's... like up to 30 people or something in a park and just have a whole group. <laughs> oh yeah, big time. It's just the way is just the best. It's like it's so good. I've also been playing Mario Kart, but I'm not as good as I thought I used to be. So I quickly put that away <laughs> to, you know, stroke my ego on how amazing I still am at Wii. <laughs> no, but I get that. Like Mario Kart on the Wii, you're talking about, right? Mario Kart on the Wii is a lot harder than Mario Kart on the Switch. Right? I don't know. Yeah. I'm losing my so mind. Many. No, no, so many. So many goddamn blue shells. I'm with you yeah. on that, Ben. I'm with you. When I busted out as well, I was like, why is this so much harder? And like the frame rate isn't as high. So I feel like that's another issue for me where like it's just laggy. But yeah, no, I'm with you. Don't worry. I got you back on that. It's just Thank the you. tilt controls, man. Oh, they're the worst. And my friend, he claims to be incredible at super mario on the sorry mario kart on the wii and i can't lose i can't lose to him so it's yeah, gonna practice. be like there's a lot of practicing that has to go into this now i'm very serious <laughs> it's gonna be taking up a lot more of my time than i probably expected but that's it jay what about you what have you been playing well guys you're not gonna believe it but like i say every week i played league of legends and call of duty that's about the two things I always play. But there's a little bit of mix-up in there because this came in the mail today uh, and my my gloves for it came in the mail today. So if you can't tell, this is an Oculus Quest 2. 2 and it's very good, very awesome. And I've been playing a lot of Phasmophobia in virtual reality, which is probably the scariest experience of my life. It was also the first time I've ever had sleep paralysis and it was because of I played Phasmophobia at 3 a.m. Uh, it was that's really not scary. a great idea. That's well, no, not it was a great. good idea. I was playing with a bunch of friends. We were playing Phasmophobia, trying to solve some ghosts. For those who don't know, it's like a ghost hunting simulator, except the ghost is an AI that rep- that responds to you when you talk. So if you say in game, hey, you say the ghost's name, you say, are you here? They will do something in the room. And it's insane that it can take voice recognition and make the ghost act on it. And you don't actually hunt the ghost. The ghost hunts you. You just have to figure out what ghost it is. The entire game is looking at the evidence the ghost has given you and then writing in your journal which ghost you think it is out of a list of ghosts that you can get and then just going home. And if you get the ghost right, you get money. So there's no hunting the ghost. It's just get hunted 
and figure out what's hunting you and then leave because you're supposed to be a bunch of journalists or something so you don't really hunt it you just figure out what it is vr chat of course because i've got an oculus rift i'll try vr chat out i just go on there and play my ukulele as brooks from one piece because he's the he's the uh if you guys don't know brooks from one piece is the musician on the ship uh a bit of rocket league bit of i'm just looking through my library on steam bit dead by daylight hit rank one again uh black ops zombies two black ops zombies one a lot of, a lot of wallpaper engine don't know about you guys but i play that game all the time yeah with tilt controls so yeah uh yeah that's 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 about it that's all the games i play i don't play a lot of games anymore yeah 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 thank, yeah, thank you yeah, wholesome awesome. content here you want to take it away then Glenn? Uh, yeah absolutely so um alienware conducted a survey and stats have shown that one in ten aussies have discovered gaming during the pandemic this uh this was conducted in late june and found that three quarters of people found that gaming has created a positive experience to start despite being stuck in isolation and we have some lovely statistics here 42 percent of recipients said that gaming kept their minds active which fair if you're playing some puzzle games playing some uh dr kawashima's brain training always get on it then 44 percent said that they played games to keep connected with family some nice wholesome nice wholesome stuff there because unfortunately a lot of families have been uh drifted apart by the pandemic um 39 said that they played with their real life friends um yeah man get around a nice little smash lobby with your friendos it'll be great oh yeah and 59 percent said that gaming has helped their overall well-being which if you think about it we've had a lot of very we've had a lot of positive games come out this year but also games that sort of take your mind off things most specifically animal crossing because everyone jumped on animal crossing um then you had fall guys and then you had among us which took fall guys as thunder completely um nine percent said that they started gaming because of the covid lockdown which equates to 762,000 people that's a lot and 29% of people do regular sessions with friends to keep contact. And the games mentioned as the most influential were Animal Crossing and Jackbox, which if, if there's two games that definitely yeah. bring people together for a good time, it's Animal Crossing and Jackbox, especially the latter. I and love Jackbox Party Pack. Yeah. yeah, they yeah, just did. On yeah, hell yeah. And then, obviously, if we can think about today's context, Among Us and Fall Guys, but definitely Among Us, since it's, like, jumped in popularity over the past month, six weeks or so. But... I'm Among Us. <laughs> oh, I've, I've, my friends, but... I've yet to play it. I've actually yet to play it. I really? also not played it. I'm the most insane imposter. No one ever, like, dude. I, I, I believe that. I'm such a bad imposter. I always, like, report myself accidentally. And then I have to, like, play it off. And I'm like, why am I playing this game? No, I reckon, Jay, I can see you being, like, Well, it's because out of assassin. games, I never lie. Like, I'm the most honest person. So at the moment I get into Among Us, everyone just believes me based off the fact that why would I lie? So it's like, it's like, did you kill him? No, I, he reported the body and, and he's blaming me. Even though he says he watched me kill him, I watched him kill him and everyone votes him off and then I win. <laughs> well, this is good to know because now if we ever play, I'm just going to assume you're the imposter 24-7. <laughs> Do it. For some reason, I get the imposter so many times. Like it's like oh an eight out God. of 10 chance for me. 
But what this also shows, yeah, more people are getting into gaming if the, I'll just say from the Nintendo Switch side, um, Switches were running out everywhere. Um, Animal Crossing, Ring Fit Adventure was a surprising one. People, like, stores were out of stock of Ring Fit Adventure for ages. Stores were out of stock of Animal Crossing for ages. And re really, it's, I, I narrowed down to two things. Right for, for certain games, it was the right time. I think it's pretty obvious that was the right time for it. And secondly, I think that a lot of older gamers, like older people are getting into games, which also backs up a study that we looked at um, earlier on in the year where all, some senior citizens were getting into gaming. This could be another statistic to say that, hey, perhaps more older people are getting into gaming as well. And I mean, the Switch is such like a, a good console to get behind because it's so, it's Nintendo. It's just so accessible that everything they make is just ready to be played. It doesn't matter how old you are. And the games are such high quality. So this all makes sense to me. And I think it's great. It's, you know, COVID's really thrown a wrench in the system and everyone's just finding a way around it. And that's kind of beautiful. Yeah, exactly right. And then you've got, yeah, I'm not sure how many of this would account to mobile games because they're so huge in the world now. Um, that would also be a statistic that I'd love to see, like how many of them exclusively play on their mobile or how many have bought their like first console, that kind of thing, or even just gotten back into gaming from when they were a kid. Like that would be pretty cool to see, but th these are the main statistics that were shown and Game is getting bigger and it's only going to get bigger, which I love. Yeah, and I think it's nice, especially because I feel like we get a lot of, we see a lot of bad press about gaming. You know, there's always the, the statistics about like video games leading to like real life violence and yada, yada, yada. So I think it's really nice to see some just really positive statistics coming out of gaming and showing that, well, it can be a great way for people to interact. And yeah, you know, for people living in Melbourne, you know, we've all been locked down for so many months. And I think it's really shown that even though sort of the idea of gaming, like at its core is a more sort of indoor um, isolating experience, it doesn't have to be like that. And that's where, yeah, games like Animal Crossing have been fantastic, Among Us have been fantastic. Uh, so I think, like you said, Connor, it's also the timing of everything, like something like, you know, Animal Crossing was always going to be popular because it has a big fan base. But I think with everything that's happened this year, that game has just been like catastrophic in the influence it's had. And it's been a great year for Nintendo. I love when Nintendo does well because they're such underdogs. So it's really nice and, and wholesome. Wholesome is our favorite word uh, to see them doing well and to see people really getting into gaming and enjoying it. It makes me really happy, yeah. Mm, mm. And I think it also changes the perception of uh, the gaming community and just the mainstream perception of gamers and games in general. Granted, this is a, this is a thing that hasn't been around for a while, I would say, because really there's only one company that's dominating that particular market and that's Nintendo. Um, games, gaming is not a kid, kid thing anymore. It's an all age thing now. And this further validates that. I think that happened like over time. Cause I think it was a kid yeah. thing back in the day when crash was out, it was definitely a kid thing, but now it's like so much more gen X thing. The people who played crash growing up now play most of the games. 
And I think another thing that's interesting with gaming in recent years is like, like you said about how it's more of sort of an adult hobby. And I think that also comes from, you look at a lot of like actors, right. And they talk about, you know, stories being told. And I know like I'm thinking of recently, like um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, who's an actor I loved. He, there was a big thing about how he said the future of storytelling is through video games. And so Mm. I think that's, I think that's a really interesting concept as well. Cause obviously, you know, we have sort of, the anime style of Nintendo but then you have you know some other realistic looking games like The Last of Us Part 2 which is in essence really sort of just like an interactive movie or tv show so I think that's like a really interesting thing to look at with the gaming community and sort of the market like how with you know um, enhanced graphics how it can also just be you know in a way just playing a tv show I think that's another really cool thing those are my favorite games stuff like the last of us and uncharted 4 oh my god they're just films that you can play all right before we do anything before we do anything i gotta put the x rating up we are going yep. to be talking naughty bits yeah so Some if you have children protrusions yep. you know so please all the children in the room take them to bed let them sleep yep. read them a bedtime story for 30 seconds and jump back into player one because we're talking mm-hmm. about um a bit of a blunder, if you will. This yeah. was a this was a blunder. Jay, would you care to elaborate? Oh my god, how I would love to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm a huge Smash fan, and we all made jokes about Steven Smash. We all made jokes. We didn't think it was going to happen, but it did. And Masahiro Sakurai did seem so enthusiastic about it. You could just tell when he kept roasting Steve during the during the presentation. But there's an there's a victory screen animation that Steve has, right? Where he eats a cooked pork chop. And for some unknown reason, the devs over at Super Smash Bros. decide to film that that scene of him eating the pork chop from a lower angle. So he's holding it in a very awkward way. I I I, I can't there's no it's way a to say it. Compromising position. It's 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 it's, a, it's, a, it's his meat. It's his <laughs> cooked pork chop. It's, 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 it's his cooked meat. Yeah. And it was, uh, it was just not, it was not okay. And they immediately, I think it was like <laughs> less than a, a week, like two uh, days out. And they that was it. so funny. How and did they see it? No one made memes about it. No one noticed no, until but... they removed it. <laughs> no, I think people did notice. It was just dumb that, oh God. Oh, like no. it had obviously been shared around because here's the thing. I don't think the devs at Smash Brothers knew exactly what, I don't think they intended that. No, I don't think they. It wasn't on purpose. Well, I hope not. Otherwise, I mean, (laughs) that would be like really funny if they were like, guys. Like, I wonder if anyone will realize. But cheeky buggers. This is just hilarious. Like, oh, this is what I live for. Honestly, like, (laughs) you you can't write this sort of stuff. Like, this is just fans. Besides being the buggiest character in the game so far, like oh my oh god, my god it's so broken. All I've seen is compilations of him like shooting people through the map, or people getting caught in his minecart, or like it's just yep. so much bug. And then and now he's got like the compromising positions of holding items, you know, to make it look like a a penis. <laughs> I just like how jail like you sort of tap dance around that Jay. Yeah. It looked like a dick. <laughs> yeah, it looked like it looked like a pee-pee. It did, but it was so funny. I, I re- and Kotaku they they did a fantastic job of censoring it. They, they put a fish 
to cover it. <laughs> and then did like another, like a bunch fish. of compilations with Why? the fish sensor. Why would they do that to themselves? Just something funny, really. What did, did they see what they changed it to? Is it, has it been changed? Something no, else? it's just him without holding meat. Oh, that's some boring. It's like it never existed. Just took it out. Why was he holding the meat in the first place? Of all the things, of like all the Minecraft giant. blocks you can hold, why is he, was he holding meat? It. He was doing the he was, Yeah, he was He was eating it. Oh, and then of course... <laughs> like, nothing. <laughs> he was eating his meat. I think Jay just put himself in a compromising position. No one gifted it. It's fine. No one gifted it. <laughs> but... Yeah, like, what can we say about it? But yeah, they have patched it out. Exactly. They they've patched it out, so he's not holding anything. Yeah. Um. It's it's like it, it's like it never happened. They did like the Men in Black. Um, never yeah, never happened. Um. Though what was very funny was when it was presented to Microsoft boss Bill Spencer, who almost had the who was like. They should probably get rid of that <laughs> kind of reaction because fun fact microsoft owns minecraft yeah what don't they own well but yeah the it's just so crazy because you think about like you know the people that go into making games and all of the processing that goes into it and you'd like to think at some point someone would have flagged that one with them or like noticed it and someone would have said Oh, guys, look, can we just think about what this may look like? Like, did no one think to say anything? Oh, that's what boggles my mind. Like, how could no one have noticed? I don't think they have dirty minds. Yeah, every single one of them noticed. They just got embarrassed and didn't want to bring it up because they thought it would incriminate them. (laughs) (laughs) Like, if I bring it up, I'm going to get in trouble for noticing it. (sighs) They'll be the one who realized it looks like that. Not everyone. You know what? I Sakurai man, he was so annoyed that he had to even create Steve from Minecraft. He's like, let's just put in a dick joke here. Yeah, yeah. You guys want Steve? Fine, have Steve and his penis. <laughs> there is a reason why Sakurai is the reigning and defending daddy of the year for player one. <laughs> like total daddy, but that it was one of the funniest things I'd ever seen in gaming news. Um <laughs> seriously who didn't see that when they were making like when they were developing the the animations but i didn't i reckon ben's right it was probably like they all secretly knew but it, <laughs> they didn't want to be the person to say anything so it just became like this like just echo of silence across all of them and they were all thinking it but no one said it and then that just they were like all right let's green light this thing what could go wrong or like they noticed it and someone was like so wait did you remove it before we released the game it's like wait oh no that's your job (laughs) it was a joke the whole time and then the devs were like oh wait no (laughs) we we forgot to replace the i would have laughed if they uh, gave a prize to whoever first discovered it out in the public. <laughs> <laughs> what would they give? They, they sent them a piece of meat, yeah. is what they sent them. <laughs> just a pork chop. There you go. Just, a, just one lone pork chop. Oh. We just talked about, we've talked about so many things we've done. We've talked about gamers becoming gamers because of isolation. We talked about Steve's meat. And now we're talking about the NBA 2K21, which puts in unskippable ads, not for the first time, again, guys. Whoa, that's insane. Thank you, EA. Very cool. No, this is 2K. For once, it's not EA. Oh, it's not EA. Oh. No. 
It's 2K. It's 2K. 2K, 2K games, man. Take I two interactive. I love how we just assume anything bad in the gaming world. It's, <laughs> yeah. either, it's either EA or like Ubisoft. Like Thanks, just, I saw sports game and I went, oh, yeah. EA <laughs> has given up on basketball games. I can guarantee you that. But yes, um, NBA 2K is back at it again with unskippable ads in loading screens. Um, this was taking place a month after the game's release, after all the reviews had gone out. Um, this is not a tactic that is new amongst the AAA gaming industry. Sometimes they'll sneak in some microtransactions and do a bunch of shady stuff, if you ask me. And this is, once again, shady. And granted, the reviews <sighs> for NBA 2K21 were not very favorable. They were absolutely yeah. shocking. Um, currently, it never matters. Because <laughs> people like, buy every year. Yep, exactly right. Um, the the game is like sitting in like the the high fifties or maybe low sixties on Metacritic, and has a user score. I do. Rem- I always remember the user score. Um, <laughs> it was zero point nine. Holy! Because fans are sick of the game. Um, yet they still buy it. They're not you know? fans anymore. <laughs> Just play the old ones. Just play yeah. NBA Two K Thirteen back when the series was at its peak. You could play as Derrick Rose when he was with the Chicago Bulls. Come on. Yeah. But- Shout out to the Bulls. Oh, Derrick Rose. I was so in love with Derrick oh, Rose when he yeah, was okay, with the Bulls. Calm down, guys. Raptors man all the way. But the Spurs. What's, what's even more frustrating is that with the next-gen consoles coming out and then boasting for faster load times. Oh, shorter ads, guys. <laughs> yep. And this isn't a free-to-play game. This is a full, full-price game. And this would probably happen even if you got like the over $100 special edition of NBA 2K21, the one with the Kobe poster. Like, come on. Wait, this... oh no, they're making money off of Kobe? Why like, you... oh no. So the special edition came with a poster of Kobe Bryant done by an artist. Mm, don't do that. And That's... it was pushed as like the. Not a, not as the Kobe Bryant edition, but like the front cover was Kobe Bryant. Right. But um, yeah, like, and the fact is that people are expecting fast load times now with yeah. next gen around the corner. This is coming to next gen, which there is no free upgrade to it. You are going to have to buy the game again. What? Like. Boy. Yeah. Oh, so you can't you can't go PS4 to PS5. You got to rebuy the no. game. Are they pulling a GDA? I believe that is. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they're pulling a GDA. Speaking but... of GTA, did you hear that? No, I'm joking. I was going to be like they're making another version of GTA 5, but no. Yeah, GTA <laughs> 5. I, I, would you, so. <laughs> I know it wouldn't have been surprised. GTA 5 and Skyrim are uh, being re-released again. Skyrim officially oh. announced on all next Little... consoles. I was. Exactly. I was just say, hold up, hold up. Did you know? Hold on, I've just gotten word. Um, there will be a dual combo pack of GTA oh, Five no and Skyrim releasing exclusively for the Wii U. Um, Wii U. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, so these ads will go for about thirty seconds. Which, by the time the ads maybe like ten seconds in, the game's already loaded. Like it's already one hundred percent loaded. You can and you can't change lineups of your teams. You can't change positioning of your teams. You have to sit and watch the ad, which, funnily enough, Jay, um, one of the ads was for 
the most recent Oculus headset. Oh hell yeah! Um, that What's was that one, one of the ads. Oh, I, I believe it was the Quest Two. The Quest Two? Oh, I just got it. Sweet. And it's another dirty tactic. Now, TK actually have spoken about it, but it was probably the most lamest statement that's ever been read. It's every generic PR sort of statement. I'm not even going to bother reading it. Oh, In other we'll words, try to better ourselves. Oh, we're sorry. Oh, we didn't know that we put it in there. That kind of thing. Well, you know, <laughs> we didn't know we put ads in our game. So sorry. Oh, it was like, we didn't realize that'd be such an intrusion. And it's like, are you kidding me? You did this the exact same. You did the exact same thing with NBA 2K20 and NBA 2K19. Like, come on. I know. It's- how did those ads get there? Who put those there? What's going oh, on? Naughty Bill Gates. All I know naughty, is naughty. <laughs> 2K. Um, don't give them. Don't don't buy NBA 2K21. If you're if you don't want these things to happen, just literally don't don't buy the game. Simple. Um, they're only going to stop. into them. Yeah, they're only going to stop if you um don't stop paying, and that's difficult. It is difficult in a sense because 2K is the only company putting out basketball games. Yeah, um, good quality ones. There's some pretty poor ones out there. They're the dominant um, company when it comes to basketball games, kind of like how um, EA is the king of NFL football or, yeah. well, now yeah, 2K, yeah. king of PGA. <laughs> um, EA, FIFA, unless you want to get Konami's Pez. Yeah, no, I'm good, thanks. Yeah, it's it, like anything so, that comes out, people just call it like a copy. Like, oh, it's an NBA copy or it's like a FIFA copy. Same with Minecraft. Like, there's so many Minecraft copies, but it's like because they just dominate their own respective fields. Yeah, but that's like the point. Like, we need that competition. It's literally yeah, yeah. like business competition acting out in like the tiniest form of like video yeah. games. <laughs> well, that's what happened with Valorant. Everyone's like, oh, you mean CSGO 2? It's like, no, it's its own game. It's just that CSGO has been doing this for decades. You can't like... The, and that doesn't mean that them. Valorant. I actually have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, it's that, that doesn't mean that that's bad. It just like it's there to try and like add something to it. It's why there's yeah. so many streaming sites. There's so many. Oh yeah, yeah. Like it's all. That's the whole point of all of it. Vimeo. No, definitely. And I think like what you're saying, Ben. It's sometimes that competition's good. Like you look at like professional athletes, right? You're already like on the theme of sport. You look at because I'm a tennis fan, like Rafael Nadal and Roger Federer, right? I would argue that they wouldn't be the two champions they are without each other because having that competition makes them strive to be better. It makes them better. Yeah, exactly. competition makes you... You're right, ben. <laughs> It's like Goku and Vegeta. Because uh, as you guys know, I'm an anime fan. That's, I, that, was a, that, was a, that was a better one. I should have... I love these, I love these comparisons. <laughs> just keep going on for analogies. Because it's like, guys... But it's like it going back to that. It's that whole thing where like 2K know that they can get away with things like this because it's not like there's another basketball game people can be playing and obviously basketball is a very popular sport and 2k all of these 2k basketball games have such big fan bases so that's where it's good to have the fans sort of oh acting God. out now because i never thought about it that way they know they can get away with it of course they're they putting ads in oh well, they're putting ads in because what, what what are you going to do go buy a different basketball game exactly oh, that's one. just that's that's uh, it's like no. imagine if Dota 2 started putting ads in the middle. I don't know. Does anyone play Dota anymore? Everyone so, would go to League. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say League but, and Dota. People would go back to Heroes oh, of the yeah, Storm. Oh, yeah, exactly. You'd be screwed, yeah. No one's got a world. Yeah. Like it's, it's such a dirty move, and it's such a... You know, we see it with sports games. Like, if we recall last year, NBA 2K20, though it is a rated G game, 
has a slot machine, has a like pachinko kind of thing, has like it has a bunch of games of chance. Gambling. Yeah. And I mean, it's that's a G-rated a whole game. Other talk. You could talk about gambling and games oh, like oh and CSGO skins. Yeah. We've got to talk about some of our favorite horror games or some of the worst. Ooh, okay. What are you guys' favorite? Well, I, I already know what Connors is gonna be. Take a guess. It, it, uh, I forgot the name of it. There's two of them. They're really bad, but they're so good because they're bad. And you like the first one more than you like the second one. Is it, am I am I am I am I close or is it, am I no no near it? Yeah, you you you're not you're not completely wrong. But I was gonna say Silent Hill, the Silent Hill Silent series. Hill. You know, Silent that's Hill actually, one, two, three. They're fantastic games within their own right. Um, two is definitely the best one of a lot. Currently, still trying to track it down in the secondhand market. Because retro game hunting is very difficult. Um, yeah. I have a pristine, minty, minty, fresh copy of Silent Hill 1. No which way. I got for an absolute steal. Like oh a steal. Um, that I have, I have played to completion. I love it. I love Silent Hill. Favorite horror franchise. But one of the... Here's the there aren't too many... Ex- there are some examples of bad horror games. But some that... One of them that stuck out to me was old school. And I'm talking about Friday the 13th on the NES. Oh, wow. That's not... Yeah. A, well, wow, really? Damn. That is old school. I like that. That is old that school. Is, I'm kicking it old school. Um, now, I have, played, I have played an NES a total of three times in my life. Friday the 13th was one of the games I played on that. And it's bad. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really like bad. bad. Oh, not ET bad. Well, it's not a horror game. It's it's really not. How are you gonna get scared of a couple pixels? You're thinking of an Atari, mate. Yeah, I know, but it's just not a good game. <laughs> it's just not a good game. The only thing that was really iconic from the Friday Thirteenth NES game was the design of Jason Voorhees in a light blue and purple mask and jumpsuit. Mm, which yeah. has been recreated several times. I actually own the Funko Pop of that NES Jason. Nice. And he's also been recreated in the most recent um, Friday the 13th game, yeah. the online one. It's one of his skins. Let's throw, the f- let's throw the floor to you guys. Throw and the floor. What are some of you- throw the floor. And let's see what horror games you guys love and or hate. Um, well, I guess I'll catch the floor um, and I'll go ahead. Uh, mine's sort of an interesting one. Well, not really, but um, I don't know if you guys have played Until Dawn on the PS4. Yeah, love PS4. it, love, love it, it, love it, love it. I absolutely adore it. I sort of love, you know, those like RPG, RPG kind of like choose your own interactive game adventure styles. Um, and I think that like this is a very big claim. And I know you're probably going to be like, what are you talking about, Eleni? But I think Until Dawn was probably one of the, if not the best PS4 exclusive they had, really. I think it was just fantastic. And like I said before about, you know, gaming and storytelling sort of being the future. I think this was like the perfect sort of encapsulation of that. You know, you had Rami Malek, um, who is obviously a fantastic actor. You had him. You had such a great cast. Uh, and so I really adored that game. Um, but then sort of um, on the opposite end of things, when they did release the prequel, The Impatient, which was a VR experience. So I'll give it that to start off with. 
Um, but that was just a bit of a disaster. Let's be honest. I was really excited hearing, you know, there was going to be a prequel because I think it had such a rich history and story to tell. Uh, and I just think VR was the wrong, the wrong way to go. I get sort of amplifying that horror experience, but I think that sort of led to like a deterioration in the storytelling, which is never fun, I think. So they're sort of the the flip side for me. But I love Until Dawn. I play it all the time. I make my friends play it. And then I like sit giddily in the corner because I know what's going to happen. And they're like terrified. But yeah, no, I think that's one of my favorite, especially in recent years, because I feel like there haven't been a lot of sort of new horror games. Obviously, we've always got Resident Evil and stuff like that. But yeah. I like Until Dawn sort of as a new staple. And I hope that they really play, they make more games in the series hopefully um what did you think of man and madame actually because that's made by the same people oh yeah the one where you can play like co-op horror yes that one the one that's sick. on the boat um yeah. and fun fact fun facts for everyone um both myself and my partner we are actually once it comes out uh we are actually going to go through the most recent um release little hope we played the demo of that together and we were both very excited and very spooked by it. Nice. Or actually, we didn't play the demo, but we watched the demo from like a YouTube channel. But I'm, I'm super good. hyped. It's in, yeah, it is just as good, but I'm yeah. really excited to actually play a little hope. But first we've got to beat Man and Madan, and that's the plan for this coming Man week. The plan because, is to beat Man and Madan. Yeah, Man and Madan. And because because for context, this is being recorded uh, just before Halloween, so that's going to be me and my partner's spooky, spooky adventure playing Man and Madan oh no, to ghosts, move on to Little Hope. The ghosts are more active at Halloween, Connie. Got to be careful. All the spirits <laughs> are around. You're going to get haunted. Uh, <laughs> so um, if Connor threw the floor, Eleni caught the floor. I'm going to open the door, get on the floor, and do the dinosaur. Um, the <laughs> everyone's face farming but uh you guys are thinking too narrow you think horror games you think oh poopa, 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 horror game ooh, silent hill all that you're not thinking of the last of us which was a horror game because uh it was as it it's identified as, as a horror game because it's got zombies in it uh also doki doki no literature club was a horror game which was uh, an interesting experience that i enjoyed uh bioshock 2007 is apparently a horror game because of like all the big daddy oh the big daddy character I, I did almost say that one but i thought yeah. no we're gonna go classic, classic horror and then you have cheated this system so now yeah, I... i'm cheating so hard oh i'm my. pulling a dr disrespect the, the last of us okay. amnesia dead by daylight absolute bop phasmophobia which i talked about there's so many good horror games but if i had to choose a bad one like a really bad horror game i, I it would probably have to be Oh God! I, I, what was the name of it? It was really, 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 really bad, and it was it was a demo, I think, and it was only one. It was one house, and you walked in it, and I just hated it. And uh, I can't even remember the name of the game. I found it on Steam because I do this a lot. I sort through Steam by the least played, and I play like really old. I play like really like 2005, a game that has two plays. <laughs> and it was a horror game. I think it was literally called like The Killer. And you just walked around this like really poorly drawn, textured, poorly textured house and some like stick figure chased after you and tried to kill you. And it was probably the worst experience I've ever had just because of how non-scary it was and how the audio mixing was done really poorly. And it sounded like someone was walking 50 meters away from me into like a, 
a fucking megaphone. It was the worst video horror game of my life. And the best, obviously, is Doki Doki Literature Club. Everyone knows. It's the best horror game ever created. When you were describing, it's like you're in a house and you're walking through a hallway. I, I was thinking, like, are you about to say KT is one of the worst horror no, games? No, no, that made? one was amazing. <laughs> what, what's the worst? The worst part about it was the fact that it never got made. But yeah, what about you, Ben? You, 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 uh, we've thrown the floor, caught the floor, got on it and done the dinosaur. Uh, You've opened the door. I'm going to close the door because I'm over it. Okay. <laughs> but I'm, I'm going to, you know, I'll open the window and um, I'm going to be really boring. I love horror. I love horror films. But I don't actually know that I've played a lot of horror games. Ooh. But I will say that... Um, when it comes to horror, it's not so much the general, like, it's what it makes me feel. And if I get start getting really tense in my chest and I start struggling to breathe, I love that. <laughs> I love suffocating. That's my favorite. <laughs> and there is a game called Devil Daggers uh, on Steam. And it's, it is scary. It's like, it, you know, I don't even know how to describe it. I'm also going to go to Steam to try and help me describe it. But you're basically on this big island... And these enemies just keep coming down, just these waves of enemies. And it's so intense. It's it's just like this adrenaline rush of horror. And it's, it's like a Doom clone. Yeah. And you're Actually, just yeah. you're just stuck on this, oh, it's just the worst. And the sounds are awful and it just makes me want to vomit. And I, I adore it. Um I play it for about 10 minutes and then when I get too stressed, I have to leave because I just. Uh, <laughs> I, I love that it. review. I love that review. Uh, the game made me nearly sick to my stomach. Eight out of 10. But I love it. <laughs> oh. I always puked. Love I it. can also, I can be so, this one's really depressing, but I, I'm not much of a shooters fan. So when I was babysitting and I had to play Fortnite <laughs> and oh, we God. were so close to winning, I was getting legitimately scared. I was like, if we lose this, That's... I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave this house, and you just have look to like look after yourselves. <laughs> That's the real horror. This I've actually heard of this game purely because I watch a channel that does Easter eggs, and this game has an Easter egg where there's a 2D. Because you see how it's like a 2D like enemies, like yeah. in the darkness, there's just a 2D figure that you can see sometimes, and it's scary as it's just this human figure in the darkness. Apparently, it's one of the developers, but it's like, did not no, everything about the game is just awful i love it it's the best <laughs> now that's that's the review that's going like right smack bang in the middle it's yeah. awful i love it there we go that's what they put on like the posters that's what connor's gonna put up on the sin website it's just gonna be devil daggers it's awful i love it 10 out of 10 and you know what i've talked enough about my phobia of Fortnite. yeah i i look at my imaginary watch and it's telling me that it's not nine o'clock in fact, it's telling me that it's 8.04, so we've really only done four minutes of this show, but just pretend <laughs> it's 9 o'clock. Just pretend it's 9 o'clock. And what is the top of the hour? Well, welcome. You're, you're listening to Player One. Like, you're here for the second hour. We love it. We love it every single time. And you know what we also love? Just go check us out in the podcast realm at Good Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, on the all those great places. And go check us out on the, uh, the socials. Facebooks, Twitters, Instagrams at Player One Sin. And of course, go check out the website, sin.org.au. Find the Player One banner. It's not too hard to find, actually. 
Uh, we have a recent review up from yourself, Ben. Please do talk about it quickly. Oh my god, I would love to. Um, I reviewed Orange Blood, which is an RPG uh, similar to like a Final Fantasy style combat system. And to give you a quick rundown, uh, it looks amazing. It's so beautiful, but it is about as deep as the shallow end of a pool. <laughs> love it, love it. We also have another review up from a play along contributor, Beck, from Raise the Dead, and that's spelled R-A-Y. Ah, see a nice little play on words. Raise, and uh, uh... yeah, there you go, Jay. There you go. It could. Clicked in, perfect. <laughs> but of course, also coming up soon. Um, but we got some episodes that have been edited and uploaded to the podcast realm, and one of the interviews I conducted from GCAP that is going to be heading up your way soon. But it was just the top of the hour, which means, and uh, I don't know. Let me give me give me a second to find the button real quick. But it's the top of the hour, which means we do the. Welcome to Player One and Oh, I love it. I love it every single time. Every time and, every time. you know, it's it's been a sad week. Um, Steve lost his meat. Are we sad about that? Yes or no? Yeah, yeah of course I am. Yeah. This, this isn't a question. If, if we put this gaming grudge match up and it's not 100% sad that Steve lost his mate, I'm going to lose my it's gonna be It's going to be shattering. It's yeah. going to be shattering. Like, Steve... He lost his meat. Nintendo took it away, and he's not going to get it back. They've massacred my boy. Yeah, and um, you know what? What is a man without his meat? That is, <laughs> that is all I will say on the matter. Uh, <laughs> oh, we are we, we're all adults here. I love it. We're, we can make these jokes. It's it's nine o'clock, and all the kids are like in the bed. They got asleep. school in the morning. <laughs> They got school in the morning. <laughs> so we can make those jokes. It's great. I love it. Um, I'm sad. Steve lost his meat. <laughs> what can I say? He lost his meat. It's a very sad day. I want Nintendo to patch it back in. Um, ben? I couldn't be more pleased that Steve lost his meat. <laughs> it was time to go. Oh, I think... oh no. That is run. <laughs> Steve, look, Steve's, Steve's a man of integrity. And I think, you know, he's just the butt of the joke at the moment. I find it, I find it frankly, insulting. The, the type of vitriol and that has been flung his way. Um, no one deserves to be, you know, made, made to feel bad about... <laughs> no. <laughs> no one should be made to no one should be made to feel about you know their meat and he was he got self-conscious and that's why they had to patch it out and i just think it's about time people recognize it's about time we take a stand against bullying and peer pressure because that's what I'm, this I'm was so, i'm so glad you couldn't keep a straight face this <laughs> was nintendo where's the meat patch patch it back in nintendo <laughs> You couldn't keep a straight face when you were saying oh. that, and that cracked me up so much. <laughs> that's that's my case for Steve losing his mate. We're talking about what gaming characters would you dress up and trick or treat in, which is an awesome t- subject, and I've got mine at the end, so you guys can go take it away. Oh, save it till the end. I like it. Oh, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll go first. Mine's pretty obvious. I'm a man of deadly premonition tastes, oh. and... 
if there's one thing I love in this world, it's deadly premonition and coffee. Um, I would go as Francis York Morgan, which realistically would just be if I grew out my facial hair slightly more, cut my hair, and just held a cup of coffee in a suit. Boom. Done. Cost Done. Yep. In a, in a nice little blazer. Get some nice pants along there, you know? Easy done. Easy just, clap. Yep. Just go up to people, ask them, ask them questions about a recent murder. Like, <laughs> Zach, what's going on, Zach? This person, we can't read their mind, Zach. You know, all that cl classic deadly premonition-y stuff. But yeah, that'd be my pick straight off the bat. Um, Eleni, what are you, who, who are you dressing up for Halloween and why? Um, well, I, I am a huge Zelda fan, um, as you guys do know. And so I, I wouldn't go as Zelda, but I would go as Link because oh, like Link. that would just be so much cooler. I get to oh, hang yeah. around. Maybe, I don't know if I'd go like the classic green tunic or I'd go like Breath of the Wild, like the champion's. The wild's so much better. I do like I like the greens classic, but the blue. But the funny thing is, I would just introduce myself to people as Zelda. Oh no! Don't do and see if like please. this would be the no. This would be the ultimate like social experiment to finally get scientific evidence to prove if people know the difference between Link and Zelda. Because if I'm in the getup, I will walk around with the Master Sword and the Hylian Shield. And if I introduce myself as Zelda, I want to see if people will correct me. Because I feel like there would be nothing funnier than, like, trick-or-treating and, like, people asking, like, who you dressed up as and then them being like, no, you're not. That's that's not Zelda. That's Link. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but you're not dressed up as Zelda. Yeah, I hate to inform you, but you're misinformed about who you're dressed up as. Nah, people would just think, if they didn't know at first glance, they would just think you're Peter Pan. Oh. <gasps> That's it's true. true. I'd, I'd yeah. have to wear the champion's tunic then. Well, well, if I'm Peter Pan walking around with like a sword and a shield, like what kind of version of Peter Pan are you watching, Jay? I don't know. I'm, look, I'm just talking in favor of the boomers. All I'm saying is they'll <laughs> see you and they'll go, that's either Peter Pan or some. And it's the thing, if they don't know that you're Link and you say, I'm Zelda, and then they go and watch their kids play like Legend of Zelda and go, oh, is that that Zelda character? You're going to just, it's going to be, uh, gamers all around the world are going to groan. I'm just perpetuating yeah. the issue. Oh, that's fabulous. <laughs> but yeah, yes. I think that that would be my my ideal Halloween costume for sure. What about you, Ben? Hit us. Um, I, I'd love to, I, this is a great question. I might, I was thinking Corvo from Dishonored, just because he's so cool and he's so put together. And I would really like some of that in my life. Um, <laughs> I respect that choice. That's a very good, I like that. He's awesome. Not often, not often we hear Dishonored. Dishonored is lit. We want to talk about Dishonored. I could talk about it all day. Oh my God, love that game. I just love the idea that you're dressing up as him, not for like Halloween reasons, but just so you can act like you've got your shit together. Just, just yeah, like... I'm, I'm trying to live my life vicariously through Corvo, who doesn't exist because he's not <laughs> But otherwise, I thought like, you know, you're going out. It's Halloween. You need something that's movable, something that's good. That's why Link's a good idea because it's got like, you know, a good, a good costume. And then I thought Hotline Miami, like, I don't know, jacket from Hotline Miami, because get this, A, you've got a mask, you know, it's COVID, you got a mask. We need more masks around. So I, hello, you're welcome. And then two, um, if you murder someone, the blood's just a part of the costume. 
So it's like a win-win <laughs> on both sides. You're you, staying COVID you safe. Really, <laughs> and it's if like you really plan someone, this out. You're going to be fine. There's nothing. No one can say anything. Hmm. Um, <laughs> I think it's part yeah. of the costume. He's murdering that man. No, 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 no. He's from Hotline Man. It's Halloween, <laughs> silly. Um, I don't think I'll be going trick or treating with you anytime <laughs> soon, Ben. <laughs> anyone, anyone listening is like, oh, okay, interesting. Hey, it's more encouragement for me. It's the best part of jacket. <laughs> anyone can be dressed up as him, and it's like, oh, Ben. It's like that's not Ben. That's <laughs> that's our Ben. That, that, that crazy guy over there. Oh, oh, Ben, the old scallywag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, chestnut. There he oh. goes, killing again. The Tom Fullerian oh, shenanigans. At it again. Well, Jay, we've been, we've basically just been talking to build up to you because this is your segment and you are so excited. So let us have it. Who are you? Um, we're talking about cosplays. We're talking about Halloween costumes. You've got to think something easy, something you can do, something you can just walk out in and be like, yeah, I know it doesn't look great, but I put my heart and soul into this. Connor wore a suit. And had some coffee in his hand and got a haircut. I can do less than that and still cosplay. Ready? Blue pants, blue shirt, pork chop in hand. <laughs> I'm talking of Minecraft course. Steve. Uh, I'm talking Minecraft Steve. That's it. Done. My, my cosplay is done. Hey, hey. All I do is blue shirt, blue pants, pork chop in one hand, diamond sword in the other, netherite sword in the other, because I'm a real gamer. Just walk out there and just act. Just become an activist. And Bring and every time. Every time you walk into, or every time you go trick or treating, your your meat will be patched out. Yeah, yeah. I'll walk in and I'll I'll have a piece of meat and then I'll come back later without one. And they're like, "You're the same person." I'm like, "No, no, no. I got patched. No, no. Give me more candy." <laughs> there you go. It's it's two costumes in one, really. I can run like I'll run a couple hundred meters and then I'll eat the pork chop and go. Ah, oh, finally, I'm good again. And I'll keep going because my hunger. You even get like though. the biggest stitch. You're going to get, like, the biggest stitch. It's fine. If I eat, I'll heal my health back. Have I'm you ever so played gr- games? I'm so glad you brought the steak back because I'm. you're holding an actual cooked steak, right? That's what we've established. Yeah, yeah, like this yeah. Is oh, sure. It's a genuine cooked steak. Oh, good, good. Yeah, yeah. But then, like, <laughs> instead of candy, like, do you ask people for, like, more meat? Is that the thing? I'm like, yo- you finish one, and then you're like, I don't want Can your I lollies. have your meat? I walk exactly. up to doors. I walk up to doors with, like, one of the cardboard signs that you have when you're, like, people living out in the street. It just says, please, Sakurai patched out my meat. Have you got any? Please, give me your meat. I'm here for your meat. Yeah. Give me, give me. Nom, nom, nom. <laughs> Give me the meat. And if they if they don't come and give me the meat, I I cry. Oh, if they don't come and give you meat, you cry. I cry. I cry. And then I go to the next house. I go, please, I got patched. I need the meat so I can so I can do uh, I can eat I, it. I was I was gonna I was gonna make a joke about how do you like your steak, but raw. <laughs> but no, it's a cooked steak. Medium, medium well. I believe we have enough time for the night for Connor yes. to get his yes. crash fix in. So for those, check who it don't out. Know, yeah, for those who don't know, it just says crash four. That's all it says. Yep. I got every other I got everything I need to say in my head. I am ready to go. So this take this as like a mini review. We will be doing we will one hundred percent be doing a full review. It is gonna go on for like an hour and a half, two hours. It's gonna be the best thing ever. It's going to be our big fat review of Crash 4. And think of this as like an appetizer, if you will. Um, 
I've been playing more. I've been playing more Crash 4. I have, um, I won't spoil anything, but I've beaten one of the bosses. I've gotten one of the new masks. And this game's hard. This game's really, really hard to beat. Like, it's a, it's very difficult. Like, much, 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 much more difficult than any other Crash game I've ever played. And that is strictly due to the fact that I am trying to do a completionist run. I'm attempting one, but I don't think it's going to work out, but I still play like a completionist run. The completionist run is, it's in dispute at the moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I try to get all the boxes. I'm, you know, once I finish the main story, I'm going to try and do some time trials to get the platinum relics or even the full-on completion relics, which is new to the game. But, man, this is difficult. Um, when did the third crash come out 1998 okay. crash 3 so came out in 1998 minute. it's been a real minute yeah. since the last one yeah it's been one whole minute that's crash. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> whole minute. like there's been crash games afterwards but this is the the official crash 4 um what's been really difficult about this is there are so many more there's so many more boxes than ever before and it's extremely difficult because they're all hidden like, there are some ones that are hidden in such weird places. Like, how do you get up there? Like, how the hell am I supposed to get up there when there's no feasible way to do it? Um, it's, God, this is going back to Crash 2. It's the bonus stage in Cold Hard Crash. That's exactly what it is. And it is bollocks. Like, in Cold Hard Crash, there's, like, a box above a box. So it's like you bounce on a crate, you go up to a box, and then there's one above it, but it doesn't it doesn't actually show the box. You just have to hit it, and it just has to be stuck in your memory. This is like that, but in every single stage. Um, there are boxes hidden everywhere, and I played the first Dingo Dial stage because he's one of the new playable characters in the game. In his, in his first stage alone, there were like 300 boxes. Like, just in one stage alone, when in previous Crash games, you'd have less than, sometimes less than 50. It's, it's utterly ridiculous, really. It kind of makes doing a completion run not as rewarding or as fun. So is it, as do you in, think it's that it's too hard? Like, they've just kind of gone overboard with it? Or is it still like... I definitely think so. I definitely think a bit, they've gone overboard a little bit. And then another thing is the bonus stages are even harder than any of the Crash games combined. Um, I have died more times in a bonus stage than I ever have in any other Crash game. Straight up. Like, there are, you got to hit some very difficult jumps. Your timing has to be right. you got to use the mask power-ups right and at the right times. It got to a point for the most recent stage that I finished, I skipped, I skipped the bonus stage. I skipped, like the bonus stage. I just went through with the normal thing. And that was such a pain in the ass. It's it's kind of taken the fun of a crash game away in a sense. But once again, this is strictly from a completionist point of view. If you're playing the game just casually, not bothering about getting all the boxes, this is a great game. Great platformer. Um, like the mass mechanics are great. They're very well implemented. But it's so difficult that it kind of strips away the fun. 
Well, do you think, I guess that's interesting because obviously, you know, the original games was something that we all grew up on as kids. So do you think that they've made this game with like us in mind, sort of the older demographic who grew up on them? Or do you think it's yeah. like, do you think it's more accessible for kids? Because you're saying it's quite hard, which would make me think it's, it's almost no, tailored to the older fans. It is 100% for the Crash diehards. For the people who are going to want a challenge. For me, of course, I was going to get the new Crash game. I love a challenge. I love Crash. But overall, like, damn, this is such a difficult game. Well, I mean, this is really difficult. Is, it's about time. So, like, they're, they're definitely thinking of all the fans in mind that have been there for the whole ride yeah. and just haven't got a new Crash game in years. But it doesn't take away the fact from the game is still very well made. Um, I cannot dispute that. Be- one of the best-looking games I've seen on the ps4 like it doesn't have to look realistic um it doesn't have to look too cartoony but everything is so vibrant everything pops really well on a screen um the platforming is really good the like the platforming is just it is awesome i love the platforming in this game it's more akin to crash 2 than it is to crash 3 because you have that really good blend of vehicle and platforming but they have taken elements from each game so the overworld is from crash one in that there's no warp room it's a linear path um crash two straight platforming and then from crash three you have some of the power-ups like the death tornado spin um and a few other things the double jump and the double jump death tornado spin kind of thing or death tornado spin double jump kind of thing um and it's rating, it's five star rating. It got from Crash Boom Bank. You just had, you just had to say that, Jay. Well, had to bring it back to Crash Boom Bang. That's every, that's life. Everything, everything yeah, goes back to Crash Boom Bang. Yep. Yeah, unfortunately, that is. <laughs> but I think it's time that we uh, close up shop for the night. Aww. Just end the show on a high note. That's how we roll. <laughs> the highest of notes. Oh. Nothing beats Bubsy 3D, let's be honest. But um, one thing that will always beat Bubsy 3D is go check us out in the podcast realm at uh, Omni, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, all those great places. And, of course, checking us out on the socials. That's better than Bubsy 3D, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Player1Sin. And what's even better than Bubsy 3D for a third time, um, go check us out on the Sin website at sin.org.au. Go find the Play One banner. It's not too hard to find. Ben, you've got your review of Orange Blood that's out. Uh, Beck has her review of Raise the Dead. We're going to have a ton of stuff going to the Sin website soon. And no, any last words, guys, before we head off? Oh, this is coming out after Halloween. Hope you had a great Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Hope Halloween was really good. Hope you got really scared. You played a lot of scary games. Oh, this is coming Love out it. after Halloween. It's uh, coming yeah. a day off, two days. Yeah. No, a day. A day. No. Oh, wow. I'm... Check your candy before you eat it. You never know what's in there. <laughs> like, like we always say, that's true. You never know what's in there. Check your yeah. candy. Uh, and like we always say, go out with a bang. A crash boom bang, guys. Happy Halloween. Enjoy your weeks. Uh, crash boom bang is the best game ever made. Oh boy. Um, I will say to anyone trick-or-treating for Halloween, if you see someone dressed up as Steve from Minecraft, 
it's probably Jay. So I would recommend <laughs> proceeding. Like punch him. <laughs> oh, pu- I was going to just say proceed with caution. You know, just run away from them. Yeah, Get away yeah. from a distance. Social distance, of course, during Halloween. That's important. Everyone Wear your stay mask. Safe. Wear your mask, stay safe. Play some games. Yep. I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, final words from me. Um, yeah. Go. Go play Deadly Premonition. We'll catch you all next week. Same player one time, same player one channel. Have a great one, everyone.